Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Stephen Morales Podcast, sponsored, as always, by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. We continue our winter previews this week as we preview the ice hockey season as head coach Brendan Roche and captain Ryan Byington of the class of 2023 will join us this week on the State of Morris Hotline as they give us their thoughts and expectations for the upcoming year. And since we're continuing our previews, the winter season is literally just right around the corner. We have the regular season action starting next week, alongside with some scrimmages this week as well. So stay tuned to hear what the athletic schedule will look like this week. We can always be found on any listening devices, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, you name it, we are there. So be sure to search State of the Marauders or follow us on our social media profile at SAT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. Also, we have a new YouTube channel against State of the Marauders Network in which you could watch the podcast and any highlights and other interviews and other content that we provide as well. As always, I am your host, Renato Rodriguez of the class of 2010, alongside once again the club president of the State of Mars Sports Supporters Club, Ben Noseok of the class of 2024. Ben, welcome back on the podcast. How you feeling this week, man? Uh, I'm pretty good. Thank you for having me on, Renato, as always. Um, we have we have quite a bit to cover today, and I'm really excited. It's my favorite sport to cover, and I'm really happy we're going to be previewing it. I mean, Ben, this is, this is your territory, man. This is your this territory. Is, this is my territory. This is my territory. Hockey. You see the jerseys up. Oh, sorry. Other other finger. The jerseys <laughs> up, all hockey jerseys. Um, I'm playing hockey. Uh, I, I stopped my freshman year, but I, I played hockey for 10 years, so. I know quite a bit, and I'm really excited to be sharing it. And you have your own podcast, too, about... Yeah, I've, I have my own YouTube channel, not necessarily podcast, but yeah. I interview a lot of junior and professional hockey players, and I believe four of the guys that I've interviewed are in the NHL right now. That's impressive. That's Thank impressive. you. What, what, what is that YouTube channel so people can listen? Uh, Max and Ben Talk Hockey. It's with my it's it's with my good friend Max. He's he's also a junior at Weehawken High, um, and he also plays hockey. So yeah, yeah. So make sure to tune in, everybody. That's a great great listen. So Thank tune you. in, watch the videos, get to hear all about the upcoming NHL prospects. Yep. So now, before we preview the hockey team, let's talk about. The news of the week. And of course, make sure you download the app today with the link on the State of the Martyrs social media page. You know, especially, you know, the, the winter season. It's just right around the corner, as I, as I talked about. So you're going to need your, your, your live stream links. You're going to need schedule updates. If you want texting service information from the games that we're going to be at, 
the play of the week voting, which Ben, that's gonna be coming back soon with the oh, season that's, starting. That's making a return. It's making a returns. Making returns coming back. I'm, I'm excited for the play of the week voting, and of course, much, much more. So make sure you download the app today. As we revealed last week on the podcast and on social media profiles, we talked about the basketball schedule. I know the SPP Marotta Hockey account also has their own schedule. We'll show you guys the schedule of that in a little bit. But what's important about that is we have our own YouTube channel, right? We have a lot more content coming up, all right? A lot more content, as we talked about. So make sure you're liking and subscribing to all the videos on YouTube today, including this video, Ben. You can watch this video. Yep, yep. So make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube today. Okay, so now we got that nitty-gritty news out of the way. I want to talk about the soccer team nominations, Ben, because the soccer team nominated for a couple of all-star nominations at HCIL, NJ.com, you know. Soccer team, they, they did really well this year. So I think they, they deserve to be recognized for their accomplishments. Yeah, of course. The Hudson County League, American Division All-Stars, a couple great guys on this list, including forward Andy Mayorga, midfield Matt Sabrero, and defender Luke Gilhawley. So congratulations to those guys. Also congratulations to the honorable mention guys, including the captain midfielder John Derecka, and the defender, John Carey. And Ben, the thing that's crazy about that is that most of those guys are coming back next year, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only ones who are not are Gil Hawley um, and Dureka, because Dureka has committed to Clarkson to play Division One soccer. Everyone else, Andy Mayorga and John Carey, they're back for another year. They're juniors. And Matt Sobrero, he's only a sophomore, so he's got two years left to make a good impact on the team. He's good, man. You know how good he is? How good? He's so good that he got the second team on non-public from NJ.com. Wow. That's that's so, great. It's great for so him. There's a, a lot of CBA guys on that list, a lot of BC guys, Seen Hall guys on that list, but the one prep guy, Matt Sobrero. So only a sophomore is going to make a big name for himself these next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So congratulations again to all those guys. And again, final reminder, basketball updates exclusively on Game Changer this year. That'll be starting up then on the scrimmage against Roselle Catholic on Saturday afternoon. So yeah, you know, get some nice rosters in there. You guys can follow in and then yeah. see, see the live stats. And Ben, last year when we did the stats, it was only just points, right? Yeah. down steals. But yeah. guess what? With the Game Changer app, we get points, rebounds, steals. I get everything. Get everything. One, one, one category. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, stats are great. And especially for basketball, there's so many. Love the steals, the blocks, the rebounds, all that. Yeah, all, all, all that's very important for basketball and seeing how a player has been doing in a certain game or season or if you want to do some fancy statistics like uh, average points per quarter, something like average that, per- <laughs> or like I don't, I, I don't know, some s- s- something like that. Like this player averages yeah, you, you, you X many points in, in a in a quarter. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, de- definitely you download the Game Changer app. I already have that, so I can 
keep up to date with prep basketball stats. And again, Pete Spirak, Game Changer Prep Grad, does a great job in, in doing everything with the app. So, again, make sure you download that today. So, Ben, there's one more piece of news we got to talk about. Mark Armstrong. Oh. Mark Armstrong started his first career star. Villanova. He's been pulling off the bench, but his first career star against Oklahoma. Ten points. Not bad. Not bad points at all. Ten points in 15 minutes of action. You know, one assist. He was 100% from three-point land. Oh, that's nothing new. Nothing new. I don't know, nothing. It's only five percent from the field. So again, Mark Armstrong, so far make, making the case. You know, Villanova struggling a little bit, but but he he's doing his thing up at Nova. He's doing his thing. Yeah, I mean the team the team struggled a little bit. They're not the Villanova that won March Madness um, a couple years back, but they still got some great talent. And Mark Armstrong is, I think, is going to add a, a a lot to that team. And I think. He's only a freshman, so he has a lot of time. But right. I think this year he could also make a great impact. Right, and he was three or four from the field, one or one from three, and then three from three from the line. So again, Mark Armstrong just you know doing his thing, just doing his thing. So good job for yeah. that. Yeah, great job. Also, also, I want to give a quick shout out to the Holy Cross guys from the football team. Oh. They they they're still undefeated. Oh, they're, they're still undefeated. Awesome. Yeah, they're, they're they're in the playoffs right now. They they're in the quarterfinals thinking their thing, but they're they're doing a good job too, Holy Cross. So who are those uh Holy Cross guys? So shout out a year Asante, you know, Pat Hartney, uh Grady Smith, a lot of those guys. Byron by, by Shipman. Sammy Slade. Sammy Slade, yes. <laughs> I can't forget about Sam Slade. Yeah, he's he's on the team. Well, I remember from last year. Yeah, so so a lot a lot of great guys at Holy Cross, a lot of great guys. So yeah, good, good job to those guys. So now Ben, this this is the time you're waiting for. Oh yeah, this is the time you're waiting for the highest hockey team. You know they they exceeded expectations last year. You know they start their campaign a few weeks, including you know ne- next Sunday playing against arguably the one of the top top teams in the world, maybe even the top team this year. I, I don't know what ben, Ben's rankings are. are um, I mean, I think I think they're going to be number one. I think I, I I think they have such a complete squad. Um, that that Don Bosco squad. That's that's who's playing in the opener, or that. Mm-hmm. And I think they they have a really good squad. Um, the class of twenty twenty four at Don Bosco is probably the best class. Of players in New Jersey, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, they have around five players from the class of 2024 on their varsity roster, and I think all five of those players can play Division One NCAA hockey. Wow! Yeah, they have they 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 have an extremely complete squad. Most of those guys play on a club team, the North Jersey Avalanche, that is ranked third in the country. So. And uh, that's a good team. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very good team. So, so I, go ahead. What, what, what are you gonna say, Ben? No, I'm I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a really really tough test for the for this Marauders team. 
and you know they also have lost a lot of senior leadership. You know the Bankovich twins. You know yep. a lot of talent. They got Jack Fisher not coming back. All the all those senior leaders that they've lost. But you know they still have a lot of talent coming back on both sides of the ice. So wow. this week we sat down with head coach Brendan Roche and senior captain Ryan Bynington on the State of the Mars Hotline to get their thoughts and expectations for the twenty. 20- 22-2023 season. So let's hear what they have to say. Welcome to the State of Morris Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for nonprofit organizations, professional fundraising, interim executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. The Morris Hotline, and I'm here today with ice hockey head coach Brendan Roche, who is entering his second season at the home. So, Brendan, welcome back on the podcast. How are you feeling today as you prepare to start your second year? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited, I think, you know, we had a tremendous amount of growth last year as a program. Uh, uh, you know, the, the most wins that we've had in, in a few years now, um, you know, the, the place in, in the standings didn't necessarily reflect the, the amount of growth that we had, but, but we're excited. Uh, you know, we, we get started on Monday with the scrimmage against Xavier, uh, and we open the season next week against Bosco. So, so mm-hmm. excited, but also terrified, uh, cause it's, it's coming up quick. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously we're, we're the sport that's, I think, uh, been most affected by the state's new scheduling. Uh, so, so we're, we're trying to figure out the pacing of this, uh, of this new world in terms of, of the schedule of, of starting after Thanksgiving break, uh, and yet games kind of starting right in December, like they used to. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely have some anxiety thinking about how many practices we have left until our, our first real game, but we're excited to get going. And as you mentioned, Brendan, last year, you guys had a pretty successful year. I mean, you mentioned you had as many wins as the two previous seasons combined, you know, seven wins total. You guys even won a playing game in the state tournament. So tell me, like, overall, how would you define the team last year? Yeah, you know, I, I think the the biggest thing for us was we just needed to focus on that that belief. I think uh, because of, of the past couple of seasons, uh, I think we were kind of walking into a lot of games thinking they were lost before the puck was ever dropped. Uh, and, and so that was a big focus for us as we kind of tried to turn around the team culture. And, you know, we, we really kind of instituted, you know, that, that there's three things that we're looking for from the players, uh, that they work hard, that they support each other, and that they have fun. Uh, and, and I think all three of those things were missing at various times in, in some of the past seasons. Uh, and I, I you know, those guys embraced it and, and our seniors leadership, uh, the, the graduating class, I think really embraced that message, uh, and kind of pushed everybody with them. And, and so everything was a battle, uh, you know, that we were very happy with guys on most nights, uh, you know, kind of regardless of, of what the result was, we, we went into games and, you know, the, the greatest compliment we got was after a lot of games, coaches said, this is, this is the hardest working St. Peter's prep team that we've seen in, in a long time. Uh, and, and that's what we need to continue. We need to just be a, a hardworking. I mean, I, I hate to go into the cliches, but we need we need to be a lunch pail team. Uh, 
Uh, we need to be right. we need to be that blue collar, hardworking team. Um, you know, and and so hopefully that identity continues this year. And you talked about some of the seniors who who did such a great job on the team last year, particularly you know the bank of its twins, sixty one points combined. You have Brian Arandondo, you know guys mm-hmm. like Jack Fisher, Ryan Lauer, who were the leaders of the team as well. So talk to us about how the transition has been between having those guys last year and not having the new senior leaders for this year. Yeah, you know, I think um, obviously we we have some seniors this year who who have been around in the program for for a while and have been in varsity for a while. I mean, you have Maddie January, who's a, a four year varsity player at this point. Uh, Ryan Byington, who's a three year varsity player. Enzo Capano is a three year varsity player. Uh, Oliver, who had some time as a freshman, so he's essentially been a four year varsity player. Uh, and, and then Mikey and Santo, who were who were both the varsity goaltenders last year. So uh, it's definitely a very experienced group coming back. Um, you know, it's a, a smaller senior group, but but one that's played a lot of varsity hockey. And you know, we'll see we'll see how things go. I think obviously uh, looking on on paper, uh, you know, you might get a little bit nervous looking at the number of points that departed last year from the senior class. Uh, right. Especially the Bankovitz has put up, I think, seventy combined points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the, their, their junior season, they had, I think a combined total of like 13 points. Um, so we're, we're just looking for guys to make that, that same leap. Um, you know, and, and I know our guys have really been pushing hard, uh, guys who have stepped up into playing junior hockey, uh, because it's a higher level of competition guys who have gone from, uh, a double a teams into triple a hockey uh for their club you know in order to push themselves and and be ready this year so you know these guys have have done the work in the fall uh, and in the summer to be as prepared and ready to go as as possible and and we're just hoping that they make that leap uh and and fill in some of those points that we lost i think obviously i'm not expecting one individual person to get that many points but i think we're a team that can score by committee this year so you talk about you know ryan matt santo and mikey as those those senior guys but besides the, the senior guys on the team, who are some other key guys that could be some of that catalyst that you're looking for this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've got a lot of talent uh, all around the board. Uh, obviously, we have a uh, we have a lot of juniors coming back who are, uh, you know, who have been on on the varsity team since their freshman year. Uh, so, so guys like Tommy Pellison and Joey. Uh, as well as Timmy Pelzen, who, who was on the varsity team for the first time last year, who's coming back. Um, you know, uh, Will Arnone, who I forgot to mention among the seniors, who, who's unfortunately uh, going to be out for for a little bit of time, but I think will will be a kind of key catalyst for us as well uh, when he gets back. Um, you know, some of the sophomores. I mean, I think Anil Ward is is going to push to be one of the top defensemen in the state this year. He, he played every game last year as a as a freshman mm-hmm. defenseman. Uh, and he's just gotten bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, he looks great out there. Um, you know, we, we have three other sophomore defensemen who got time last year on the back end, so we're going to have a very experienced back line. Um, you know, guys like um, Henry Walker, who was who missed last year because of uh, an injury he suffered during tryouts, uh, who's you know was probably going to be a varsity player last year, and, and now we have him in the fold. Uh, I think he's a, a key addition for us. Uh, and we're excited about about the freshmen. You know, we have uh, Hayden Grenier, uh, who's going to be playing on the on the back line for us, uh, and maybe some center as well. Uh, we have Grant Fisher, the younger brother of the the recently 
graduated uh, mm-hmm. fish. Mm-hmm. So, so we have that kind of continuity. Uh, we're really excited about how he's looked so far in tryouts. Uh, and we have some guys up from the JV team that we think can, can add a spark too. They, they did really good things down there last year. Uh, and so we're excited by them. So let's take a look now at, at your schedule. I know, again, you're still in the Gordon Conference, still got a lot of those, those tough Gordon teams. Yep. But which matchups are you particularly looking forward to, either you know at home um, at Barnabas or on the road? Who are you looking forward to seeing the most this year? Yeah, you know, I, I think um, you know it's exciting because every game is is a measuring stick for us. Uh, you know, we start off with with Bosco, uh, and obviously that's a rivalry game. It's a it's a very tough game. It's out at the ice vault where we necessarily. I uh, haven't had a ton of success in, in recent years. Uh, so I think I think we're excited to open up our season with them. You know, last year uh, we led one nothing going into the third period uh, and, and they had a, a couple of quick minutes to, to put three past us and, and win the game three one. But it was a it was a battle. And and even though we lost, that was one of those games where guys kind of opened their eyes and said, hey, we can we can do this. Like, we can compete yeah. with anybody in this league. Uh, and so I think it's great to start off with them and, and hopefully have kind of a similar result. Um, you know, obviously, I think any of the divisional games are are probably the key. Uh, us and St. Joe's Regional have, have developed a little bit of a rivalry the, the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Those games have had a bit of snarl in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think those are going to be fun ones. Uh, you know, St. Augustine's prep, uh, new coach. We want to see what they look like in, in that circumstance. Uh, so that'll be a good one. Uh, Pope John, you know, I, I think has a chance of being the, the top team in our division this year. They they really didn't graduate anyone last year. Uh, a lot of their top scorers were, were sophomores and juniors, so we're expecting them to be a really tough out. Um, we had some good battles with them last year. Obviously, the senior night tie at American Dream, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and then splitting the season otherwise. And then, of course, we're, we're excited. We're hoping to have on, uh, uh, it should get confirmed sometime uh, in the next couple of days, uh, January 2nd at the Prudential Center. We're going to have a homecoming game. Uh, so we're inviting all of our alumni back January 2nd. So if you're listening, save the date. Uh, January 2nd at the Prudential Center. We're taking on Paramus Catholic. Uh, and we're getting ready as a program to celebrate 50 years as a, as a varsity team. That's wow. February 2024. Uh, so, so this is that kind of kickoff to 50 years <laughs> a year wow. ahead of time. Uh, but we invite all the alumni back. Uh, and we hope we have a, a raucous pro prep crowd at the Rock. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Jerry, second Prudential Center State to circle down your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. So, with everything that happened last year, and with the expectations that you have right now, what are you feeling about this overall season, Brenda? Uh, you know, we we're going to be in a battle every night, and, and I think we saw that last year. Um, you know, we, we would have a really good game against some of those upper division teams, you know, with very close battles against CEA, against Bosco, against uh, Gloucester Catholic, uh, and then turn around a couple of days later and, and get our doors blown off by Pope John or St. Augustine's in our division. So, you know, we got to make sure we're there competing every single night uh, and, and that we bring that same attitude just because we're, you know, we're playing a team in our division or we're playing a non-conference game. You know, we have a we have a target on our back because we're a Gordon Conference team, and and we need to to show up and and not take anybody lightly. And it's going to be a battle, and and hopefully, you know, regardless of the record, we we take another step forward as a program. So, Brendan, again, thank you for so much for coming on this week's episode of the podcast. 
We really appreciate it, and good luck to you and the rest of the team this season. Thank you so much, and let's go prep. Hello, everyone. I'm Connor Cagle, class of 2023. I'm Ignacio Morrow, class of 2025, and here we are with Ryan Byington, captain of prep hockey. So, uh, Ryan, what has been the message that head coach Brendan Roche has preached to you this season so far? So, Coach Roche, this season has been all about the brotherhood and just working hard and always trying our best. Ryan, what did you take away from, from last season, your, tr- your truly first time playing varsity? Well, I got a few minutes sophomore year. Last year, I had stepped up into a bigger role. So, taking away from last year is just always making sure you're on top of your game, you know, working hard and getting pucks deep. So uh, after going 7, 12, and 5 last season, what are the new expectations for your squad this year? So we want to be a fast, physical team that just kind of smothers all the other teams. You know, they're big and fast too, but we just want to be that faster, stronger team. All right, Ryan, having eight points, four goals, four assists, one power play goal, what are your individual goals this season? So I definitely want to be one of our top scorers, you know, just kind of helping out offense and then definitely playing a smart defensive game, chipping pucks out and blocking shots. Who's going to make the biggest impact on your team this season? I think Matthew January, the other co-captain. He's very physical player, smart, defensive, also offensive. I think he's going to be one of our strongest players. All right, so who do you think – Who which team are you most excited to play? Definitely most excited to play Bosco. You know, they're always a very good team, definitely beatable for honor A game. So first game of the season away on the road. So hopefully uh, we come out with a win. Which team are you least excited to play? Probably also Bosco. They're the biggest, fastest, strongest team out there that we're going to play this season, and we just got to play our game. So considering that you are a senior, what colleges slash offers are you looking at and what does life after prep look like for you? So I might go play another year of juniors, maybe not, just club hockey somewhere, you know, Villanova, Fordham, somewhere like that. Okay. All right. For This is a question from Marauder Nation. Is there any message you would like to get out to the folks of Marauder Nation listening out there? I definitely think that we need a lot of people out to our games. You know, loud crowd definitely makes for better better atmosphere and just all around we'll we'll play better, be more hyped up. I think that's that's key. All right, Ryan, thank you so much for uh, coming on with us. Thank you. We appreciate it and uh, good luck with the season. Thank you. Thank you to head coach Brendan Roche and Ryan Byington for coming on again. Ben, I know you you're the hockey expert on the podcast hockey analysis. What are your initial thoughts on how you think the team is going to do this season? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a decently successful season. I think either around the same cap, like same number of wins as last year or maybe even more. Um although they did lose all of their top four scorers um because they they were seniors last year, they retained a lot of guys on the defensive end as well as their both goalies. Offensive production Maybe a little bit tough to come by, but I think some sophomores and juniors might grow into a bigger role and take a bigger step in their development. And especially with the addition of some freshmen, I think this team can be surprisingly deadly in putting the puck in the back of the net. Um, I think they're going to be extremely reliable on the defensive end. 
They only lost two guys, and they replaced those two guys with either Cobbs from JV. Um, I remember right, right now Junior Henry Walker is coming back from injury that he that he had last year, and there and there are and there are some freshmen who are probably going to start right out of the gate on varsity on the defensive end. On top of that, they retained both varsity goalies, Santo Petroselli and Mikey Lamanowitz. Those guys are both seniors, and they did a pretty good job of keeping the puck out of their own net last year. And I think they they only got better. They found better teams to play on, and um, they've been preparing all year um, for for the season. On top of that, the schedule looks very different from years prior. Usually, prep would play each team in the American division of the Gordon Conference once, and then the national division twice. So teams in the American division are the guys who are, are the teams who are going to be top five in the state. So teams like your Bergen Catholics, your CBAs, your Boscos, your Delbys, um, all those teams. While teams in the national division are teams who you would predict to finish between 10 and 20 in the state rankings. So teams like Pope John, St. Augustine, Seton Hall Prep, Princeton Day just moved from the national division to the American division. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I know. They they just entered the Gordon Conference last year after being an independent. Right. Right. So I'm I'm really excited to see how they're going to be looking. And, of course, we play them once this year. Um, So this year, Prep is only playing three teams from the American division instead of the usual six or seven. So those teams are Don Bosco, Gloucester Catholic, and Princeton Day. This means that there's a lot of room for out-of-conference play, which uh, Coach Brendan Roche has filled up with matchups like Northern Highlands, St. Rose, St. John Vianney, the Hun School, Paramus Catholic, and so on. Yeah, so, you know, th- this team is going to be very sound defensive. I-, I don't think there's no question about that. With yeah. both goalies coming back, with the defense pretty much staying intact, I think the defensive side is going to be fine. But the question is going to be, who's going to be able to, I want to say duplicate, because, you know, the Bank of its 20 yeah. a lot of points last year. But which is guys or guys are going to step up in the offensive end to get those points that the Murrays need in order to win, you know, the 2-1, the 3-2 type games that they're going to be playing against most of these teams this year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think that, and this is kind of a coincidence, I mean, you lose two, you, you lose a pair of twins, and now I think the 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 team's best two scores are going to be another pair of twins, the Appellazans, Tim and Tom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I they, they play together on the same club team, New Jersey Rockets, 16U AAA. And I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be pretty dynamic. They can play the full full two hundred foot game and they can put the puck in the back of the net and they can pretty much fill in any system. Ryan Bonington, who plays currently for the juniors, uh for uh Union Union Thunder Junior League in the EHL Premier along with Matt January, I think I think he can be uh really good. Producer Enzo Capano is also someone who I think is pretty dynamic, and I'm looking to see a lot out of Olar Known. He's been, he's been, he was really good last year in his second second line role. I'd like to see what he can do with more minutes. On top of that, I think some defensive players can contribute offensively, like a new award. I mean, yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> when I played hockey, I pl- I played with the new award for for ten years of my life, and he always played defense, and he almost always led our teams in scoring. Hmm. And he he is gonna make a case for first all state team or whatever it's called. First team all state. He, can, he, he he can make a case for first team all state or second team all state. Uh especially for the Gordon Conference. He can 
He can pretty much do anything you ask of him. And they're going to be a lot, and, and there's going to be a lot more. I mean, you you get rid of Jack Fisher from graduation, and his younger brother comes in, who I think right. is just as good right now, and I, th- I think he can be really dynamic. So yeah, I think I think that's what I'm looking forward to to put the put book in the back of net. So Ben, let, let's take a look at the schedule. I know we talked about it briefly, but I think that the viewers who are watching this on YouTube at least, and also watch follow on on the social media platforms of the Murata hockey page Let's take a look at the schedule right now and ben what do you notice about these games on the schedule that are interesting to you so what i notice is that um we play a lot of teams twice and i think we're going to be splitting a lot of those games and i also think that um i think that I, I think that there's a lot of room to get in a lot of wins. Like there, there are teams that I think that we can beat pretty easily, such as PCTI, St. Rose, um, Northern Highlands, I think could be a tie. Hundred and Central can go either way, but I think they might lose that one. I think Pope John is definitely beatable. We showed last year that we could definitely beat them. And I mean, if last year's team actually. can beat them, I'm pretty sure this year's team can beat them. Seton Hall prep is going to be really tough. It's always a huge rivalry match. I think we're going to beat both St. Joe's regional uh, games. I think I think we can definitely beat them, and as as well as St. Joe's Metuchen, that team, that team, they're kind of they're kind of overshadowed by CBA and St. John Vianney, who we play St. John Vianney, and I think that's going to be a really really tough game. I don't think prep could win that one, but I think it's going to be an I think it's going to be a really tough game. Don Bosco prep we already talked about they're probably going to finish first first in first in the state they, they have tons of guys who could go D1 Glock's the Catholic they have a sacred heart commit Billy Sheridan he's been he's been amazing this season for club playing for the Rockets 18U and St. Augustine prep again new coach but I think we can I I, I think I think there's a opportunity to split the game so I think Augies might win might might win their game at home and we might win our game at home um, on top of that, hundred and central, they have a really good, really good defensive end. And northern Nor- Northern Highlands, they have they they have a top. I'm I'm gonna go top five goalie in the state. He's only a junior, but I think and I, I I think he's a top five goalie in the state. Um, and I think he can potentially play juniors or possibly D one or D three in the future. Uh, Pramus Catholic at Prudential. I'm 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 marking my calendar. I'm saving that. Mark the calendar. Yeah, mark it. Uh, a free game at Prudential Center? Are you kidding me? Like, who, who, who am I to pass that up? Yeah, um, yeah Pope, Pope John. That can go either way. Um, we already talked about that. And the Hunt School. I, I don't really know much about them. I do know that they're pretty competitive. And Princeton Day. They have a, they have an extremely good defender. Uh, he almost won national championship last year. And I think they have, I think they have a lot of really, really sound players who um, can can make a pretty, pretty good team. If you notice, Ben, that's a, that's a Jersey City game, so that's going to be Pershing Field. That's a Pershing Field. Wow. Pershing yeah, that's that should that should be pretty fun. That should that should be pretty exciting. But most of most of the games this year are at Bonnevus, so that's going to be it's going to be very good. To that's have great. It's not, it's not, it's not everyone freezing in. Uh, <laughs> Caucus. We freeze, we, freeze, we, freeze, we, freeze, we freeze. Sorry, we freeze once at Pershing. That's it. That's, That's it. it. 
That's the, the, that's the only. We, we only have to freeze once. Everything that's else it. is probably the warmest drink in New Jersey, at Barnabas. So that should be that should be pretty fun. So Ben, now that we know the schedule, what, I, I need I need to see what your expectations are for this team in terms of the, the record. What, what do you think this team's going to be record wise this year? I think they're going to be eight, ten, and one. Eight, so, ten, really? Yeah, I think I think they're going to be eight, ten, and one. And here's why: like Don Bosco, that's I mean. Coach Roche talked about being a blue collar team, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna give Bosco a run for their money, but I think Bosco just has so much high end talent that it's kind of impossible to to beat them. They, I believe, they also retained Vermont commit Chris Crummins, who is really good. Vermont's a really good team. I know a guy who plays there, and he he loves it, and, and they're, they're they're building a really sound program up there, the Catamounts, and. Uh, this this guy is a foreign guy. He's from Latvia. I went from Latvia. He he came over to play club, and he's playing at Bosco. And I mean, he committed he committed to Vermont. And yeah, that's I I think Bosco's a bit too top heavy. Same with Glocks the Catholic. I mean, Sacred Heart not at the level of Vermont, but they're still a really good team. And a couple of Sacred Heart players have made their way out to play either in the AHL, which is the minors of the NHL, or they even made it to the NHL. So Sacred, so Sacred Heart is also a really good program, and for a couple players on Glocks of Catholic to commit there is a really big deal. Um, additionally, St. John Vianney, I think that game's either going to be a, it's it's, it's going to be a one goal game. It's going to be extremely close. They have they have a lot of really top players from the from the AAA teams down there. They have the Jersey Whalers, who are a startup team. There's the New Jersey Titans, who have always been uh, an extremely good team. And yeah, I think it's going to be really close. Hundred and Central, I think, is going to be a loss. I don't really know much about their team, but from prior experiences, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's that's like a random area of New Jersey. Um, but I think from from prior experience, from 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 prior like, I I've looked at their team the past the past year, and they finished really really well in their in their conference against uh, some top teams like Bridgewater Raritan. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that might be a loss. They're going to split with Pope John. They're going to split with Augies because those teams, you can either go either way. They're going to lose to Seton Hall prep twice only because oh, come on, no. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, 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 I hate to be the one saying this. They have again, Seton Hall prep, not at the level of a Bosco or a Bergen, but they're at a pretty high level. And I think they're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. We're going to play them extremely hard. But I think they have they have a lot of really top players and and, and an extremely good goaltender, um, who is also in my class. On top of that, they're going to lose to Hun. I know a couple of players at Hun, and they play um, at a really really high club level, and I think that's just going to be too hard for us to handle. But again, I'm not saying that it's going to be eight eight ten and one is set in stone. It's not set in stone. No, it is not set in stone because. These games, I I all think are going to be within like three scores, like like three three goals, and those and, and in hockey, three goals are. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to get blowouts yeah. in hockey. Man. Yeah, it's it's it it's not it's it's pretty rare to see a blowout in hockey, and I think that each game can go either way, I either the ones that we win or the ones that we lose. And lastly, Princeton Day, they have they have a couple of really really talented players, and 
I mean, one one year after entering the Gordon Conference, they're now playing in the American Division against the top teams in New Jersey. I think the one tie is going to be against Northern Highlands. All right, so now, now you predict tie. So now you know which one's going to be a tie. Yeah, so Northern Highlands, I think, is going to be the tie. I don't think they're that complete offensively. They lost a lot of their guys to last year because they were seniors. But I think their their goal is just going to keep them in the game. Like I've I I I've, I've seen what he can do, and I I think he's just going to keep him in the game. So yeah. So I'm going to go nine nine and one. I'm going to go a little bit higher than oh, you. Oh, a little higher. higher than you. But again, I'm, I'm not going to break this down by game by game. But I just they were six zero one last year, and I felt like you know first year head coach, you know, takes a little bit to get used to the systems put in place, you know, compared to the old coaches, right? So I think now with a full year, you know. With the new regime, I, I think they'll they'll steal a couple more wins. I I, I really do. I really like Sandra Patricelli in that. Oh yeah, yeah, He's tremendous. I think it's gonna be a lot more closer games than you're thinking. I I think, you know, yeah. three. I think it's gonna be a lot of goals less than less than three. I think they're gonna have a lot of games that are one goal games, two goal. Yeah, I think I, I think so too. So I, I I'm going going a little high. I'm going nine nine and one. Let's see who's who wins yeah. again. They were six zero and one in the regular season last year before the playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah, what and again, there's also the Gordon Conference playoffs, and also there is non-public A playoffs, which is always fun because right. the non-public non-public A is huge. There are so many teams. I don't even think there's a B. That's why it. I I think it's just non-public. I remember last year. Last year was just non-public. So there were like thirty teams. Just like a bunch, a bunch of schools you didn't even know had hockey teams are are all playing in, and it's 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 going to be really it's going to be really fun. I think there are a lot. I, I think it's an opportunity for prep to potentially go the distance in in some tournament play. I I, I agree hundred percent. So now Ben, let's take a look at the upcoming schedule of the week. Okay, of the week. Let's take a look. Oh. And- we got we got a lot of opener scrimmages to talk about, you know. Again, ice hockey they have two scrimmages on Monday and Tuesday against Xavier and Glen Rock to get their season rolling. You got basketball taking on Teaneck. I'm looking forward to the Boeing matchups this week, Ben. You got Bayonne nice. Schneider to start off the season, so that's nice. a great way to start off the regular season for prep athletics, and then. You got the big scrimmage against Roselle for basketball. So. Oh, yeah. Num- number one team in the country. Number one team That's in the country. Not just in the state, ladies and gentlemen, fun. in the country. And then That's you also got the, the ice fun. hockey opener against one of the top teams in the state. Again, the rankings have not come out yet for ice hockey, but we're going to assume Basel's going to be up there. So that's going to be going to be a pretty good week, Ben, overall for the program. Yeah. Yeah, I think, think it's going to be really what well. I think it's going to be really good basketball. They have a couple scrimmages in there. I know I'm definitely going to the one against Patterson Eastside. Are they yeah, playing? Yeah, on Friday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to want to go see see how the scrimmages are. I don't really have anything to do on a Friday evening, so yeah. So a lot of those games are at home. So if you if you're interested, yeah. make sure you come come tune in, join us. We'll be watching those games just to see how how the teams are, and good yeah. luck to all the athletes. Competing. Of course, good luck. So now I think Ben, you have something to do, don't you? You got something to do right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got I got something to do. Yeah, something to do. So let's 
Take a listen at State of the Martyrs Club President Ben Novoselic of the Class of 2024 has an announcement to the current St. Peter's Prep student body. So, Ben, you got to take it away, man. Our sports report is called. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep and you want to get involved with sports media broadcasting, come to one of our club meetings. Dates and times of the meetings will be published on the daily announcements. But if you want more information, you can just email me at novasolagb 24 at students.spprep.org. We look forward to seeing you guys. Hey, hey, good job, Ben. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Great, great, great job with the announcement. Again, join us, right? If you're interested, again, if you're interested in joining State of Mars Sports Sports Club, we'll be meeting A-Day. So, Ben, when is A-Day this week? I believe that's on Thursday or Friday. I think, I think, maybe, maybe. <laughs> It'll be on the announcements, so make sure to check the announcements. We'll be meeting. We talk about everything prep athletics going on for the start of the winter season. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot more developments, like day in the lives and a lot Ooh, more opportunities. Maybe, maybe. A lot more opportunities for interviews. And where would that be found, Ben? Where? I'll be found on the app. Not, not just the app, though. What else? YouTube. Oh, Network. Yeah, sure. Network. So make sure again, like and subscribe. So that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of the State of Mars podcast. Ben, thank you again for, for joining us yes, this week. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back next week, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'll hopefully be back next week. I want to thank you all for listening to this week's episode and continue to spread the word of the State of Mars podcast to everyone you know and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We hope to see you all next week as we recap what occurred from the start of the winter season. And as always, let's go prep. This is your senior hockey captain, Ryan Bonington, and you're listening to the State of the Marauders podcast, the only podcast that covers St. Peter's Prep Athletics.